In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It's always game day in Cleveland. As you know, he's Daryl. I'm Andy. And if you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast because we are brought to you locally by Smiley One, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. Daryl, I'm gonna. I know you went through a list of things. I'm gonna go through this again. Empty fourth quarter. I know you're talking about defense a lot, but I'm still a little irked with the offense. So, and I know the defense. I mean, you can't give up the run the way they did, and I understand why they lost this game. But I'm gonna go back to my little chart that I have here now that I'm pulling out after every game and talking about fourth quarter coming up empty inefficiency against the Panthers at 6:02 to go in the game. They had seven plays, went 19 yards, and laid an egg against the Jets with 7:52 to go in the game. Six plays, 19 yards and laid an egg against the Steelers. Man, they had a lot of eggs in this one. Even though they won the game, they got the ball with 832 to go in the game. They went five and out at 418. They went three and out minus seven yards with 148 to go. They went just three plays. They've had opportunities to put this thing away in every game decisively and yet let the other teams back in the game and hung in by the skin of their teeth for two wins. And then now they have three losses. Falcons last week, 7-19, they got the ball. Seven plays, 31 yards, and then a punt. And then today, I thought the streak would be broken. They got the ball with 9-29 to go in the game. They went 12 plays, 71 yards, and came up with a big, fat goose egg. Zero. Uncle. Fourth quarter inefficiency on the offense is a little bit frustrating, too. So, But you have other uh, reaction from the locker room. Not, not. I, I uh, was... Um appreciative of the detail <laughs> it just it drives me i mean i'm, I'm waiting for it now I, I it's the fourth quarter meltdown it's it's ridiculous it's fourth quarter freeze is what i've been calling it for the last two weeks now there's just today there was no reason for it they should have got points right and and the chargers are not a good second half team i mean my my oh. god they had given up 75 points in the first four games uh in the second half but... the missed field goals the fourth and one in the uh early on in the game uh, you I know mean, what i I go back to a quote from Cade York after week one where he's like, you know, hey, everyone loves me this week because I made the kick. But, you know, if I don't make them, everyone's going to hate me. Well, guess what, Cade? Welcome to the other side of the fence, pal. I don't hate him. (laughs) You know, I actually like the fact that Jacoby stuck up for him after the game. I know. I'm teasing. 8.50 to go in the third on fourth and one rather than going with a quarterback sneak where you were nine for nine on quarterback sneaks. I was just about to mention that. And if you go back and you watch Jacoby's body language after that play, He's literally standing with his hands on his hips, looking right at Kevin Stefanski like WTF. Do you dude. get the feeling Nick does that too? Yeah. And when they show Nick on the sidelines and they take him out for third down, I'm just like, yep. What? Why? Well, because, because Kareem is there. But the thing is, at least have Nick on there to be a decoy or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude, that's worked. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I just. just Aggravating. Like, like I said, I'm not advocating it. I want to be very, very clear here. But I am saying that if the Browns keep blowing these games, because this is not a we don't have Deshaun Watson problem, Kevin Stefanski is going to get himself fired. Like, it, it, that's just But how, how does Joe Wood survive first? That's my question. Well, you want to know why? Yeah, why? Because there's nobody else on the defense that you can turn this over to. What defensive assistant genius do you want to turn this over to? The defensive line coach? They can't tackle up front. You want to turn it over to the secondary coach? They can't cover anybody. Like, who are you going to turn it over to? 
So you're, you're stuck now. Maybe Kevin at the end of the season says, I will throw Joe Woods on there as the sacrificial lamb, or I'll throw Mike Prefer out there too as the sacrificial lamb because special teams doesn't do diddly squat for this team either, right? I mean, pretty much the return game is pray for the fair catch, and that's about it. That's what they got Chester Rogers for. Get out there, fair catch, everything. Fair catch. Okay, he got it. We got the ball. There you go, Kev. This, we're, like, there's no, there's no spark from special teams at all. None. And it's been that way since Prefer's been here. And it's, it, I look, I, I think Mike Tabor, uh, Tabor, uh, Chris yeah. Tabor, I should say, one of the best special teams. Like the Brown special teams have not been the same since he left town. No, and think about how many regimes that he survived while he was here. I mean, he had and the more reason why was because he was so damn good at his job. I, I still don't understand it. Like, I, I, then they let him stick. Was he from Chicago? Is that I, I don't I can't remember. Yeah, I, you know what? My I, it escapes me at this point. Uh, I, I forget how that all went down. I think he made the decision to leave if I if I remember correctly. And he was a great dude. I mean, like never Wonderful never guy. hid from questions, always wanted to talk. I just I, and look, good and Mike bad and kind of the same way. Mike Prefer yeah. doesn't hide from questions. He's always willing to talk. You know, this again, this isn't personal. It never is here. Okay. It's just, it this is a results based thing. And I go back to what Jadavian Clowney said in the locker room Sunday afternoon, he said this. It's not good. Uh, we got the names and the pieces on paper, but we got to come out here and put it together. Like, we have we have the guys. It's on us to, like, we're just, we're not getting it done, plain and simple. And, and that's my thing. This is not, this is not a situation, Andy, where we're, we're just sitting here and we're lamenting, lamenting the fact that, Oh, they don't have any pass rushers and they don't have any linebackers and they don't have any good corners. And it's a roster being built in progress and got the skill guys on offense are just a bunch of young kids and they're all improved. Like that's not the case. They have so much talent on this team, so much talent. You've got pro bowlers pretty much at every position except for left tackle. All due respect to Jed Wills. He's just, he's not been a pro bowler yet. He's playing well, not criticizing him, but, like, yeah, I mean, and Ethan Posick's not obvious, but, you know, Joel Batonio and Wyatt Teller um, and, and Jack Conklin, like, you, you, and, and then your running backs and Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, Brissett's good enough to, to win with, um, but he can't carry you. You can't play from behind with him. Um, defensively, you've got Pro Bowl defensive ends. You've got, Pro Bowl corners. We'll find out with Denzel getting the concussion, you know, how, how that lingers and, and all that. But uh, Greg Newsom's a good young player. John Johnson, the third critical 15 yard penalty. There's mistakes in the secondary. He was brought in to be one of these leaders from the West coast and, and, and that, and again, it's not personal, but he's not getting it done. So the, like, this is not a, we're sitting here lamenting, like six, seven, eight years ago with the Browns, like they just suck. They don't have any players on any side of the ball. So what do you expect to happen in key situations? This is the exact opposite. They have the guys on both sides of the ball and they're giving games away. And the coaching staff isn't getting it done. The players aren't getting it done. And that's, it's a results oriented business. And along those lines, when you're not delivering the results, Kevin Stefanski, this is how you get fired because you're not losing these games because you don't have Deshaun Watson. 
Did, you know, or talent, or you're deficient in some area. This roster is built to win now. It's as deep as it's ever been since I've covered the team, going back to 2007 on a full-time basis, okay? Right. They have depth, so if a guy goes down, they have players that can come in and get you by, but it, it just they don't execute at key moments in games and they don't do the basics like tackling well pre-snap penalties driving uh they had a uh they had an illegal formation or uh and i'm sitting there I'm like can you line up like that like that's you know on what would have been a first down right, right. like yeah. can y'all just line up i mean i love the tackle eligible stuff um you know that they're doing with with michael dunn i think it's great you know but man that's so that's like where my passion and my frustration like with this year's team comes from is they have so much talent and ability and they're just they're not playing up to it and they're not living up to it. There's no excuse for this team to be under 500 right now. You know, the other thing too is I was just trying to think of some positives here. I don't mind for a whole uh, fullback too. I can think that's kind of holy cool. crap. That block on Kareem Hunt's touchdown I, run. I know. I, and I'm it, it's poor. I'm not trying to like the guy he hit should have been taken to the sideline and checked out. Sure. I'm not trying to make light of the, the concussion, I'm, yeah. but I'm being sincere. Like he blew him up. Like that was one hellacious block. Speaking of did, what did we hear? Uh, was there anything more in the locker room about Denzel Ward? Uh, Kevin that talked about just, it for like, we don't know. We don't know much right now. Um, Concussion it, protocol. Yeah, Kevin Stefanski was asked if the new protocols, because remember, the new protocols right. went into effect for Sunday's games. He wasn't sure if that was new protocol related or whatnot. Here's what happened. He went to the sidelines. They took him to the the, the blue medical tent, covered, you know, covered it and all that. Right. Took a look at him. A couple minutes later, came out, walked into the locker room. That's when I kind of – and he, he was walking, didn't seem to be favoring anything. So that's – I kind of assumed – they took him in for like a, uh, an additional concussion uh, evaluation there. So not, not, not real short. Other than that, though, relatively healthy. Jadavian Clowney did say the ankle, little sore post game, uh, aggravated a little bit, but you know, uh, all in all, he kind of really didn't have uh, uh, many complaints. And you know, I'm anticipating he just won't practice a whole lot next week. Um, and let me ask you this question before we go to break. One last question. If Cade York wasn't drafted, would he still be on the team? No. No. He'd be gone. Yeah. The, I mean, he's missed now. Three field goals. Yeah, he, is it three field goals? Well, he missed two today. You know, I don't think he had missed a, a field goal before today. He missed second. extra points. Give me a moment. Let me get my numbers sure. here real quick. Like, I thought he was um, eight for eight or something like that on field goals going into the um, it could be Yeah, he had – no, he he was perfect on field goals. Uh, yeah. Going into the game, he was three for three from inside 30, inside 40, three for three. No, that can't be right. I thought he missed one. All right, I a can't – I know he missed an extra point. I know he missed the PAT too, but something tells me he missed a field goal. Too. I don't know. For some reason, I thought I looked at the stat before the game. Yeah, like, 50, oh, 50 plus. Yeah, this says he was perfect on field goals. Yeah, he was. Okay, but <clears throat> so it wasn't today. Let's do this. We'll come back. We're going to kind of tear this game apart a little bit more, maybe look ahead for a second. Although we have two more podcasts to do that during the week. So definitely a day to sound off. Browns lose to the Chargers 30 to 28. It's always game day. And Cleveland continues after this. <laughs> 